Namaste. Welcome to Call and Response Podcasts with Krishnadas, where he shares meaningful stories of his life on the path of his Guru Maharaji and integrating spiritual practice into our everyday lives. Call and Response Podcasts is an offering of the Kirtanwala Foundation. The foundation is dedicated to spreading the teachings of Neem Karoli Baba, a great spiritual teacher of India. If you are interested in supporting this podcast and the work of the foundation, please visit kirtanwalafoundation.org, K-I-R-T-A-N-W-A-L-L-A-H foundation.org. So practice, you got to do practice, I'm sorry, you just have to. With our eyes open and our hearts open. But through a practice, you're, you're, you get used to coming back from being gone. It's more like an ability to let go. When Maharaji was around physically, one of his, something was going on, and it was uh, some upheaval, political problems, and one of his devotees came to him and said, oh, if there was only a king like King Janaka, who was uh, in the history of India, was an enlightened king, you know. And he, if there was only someone like Janaka to, you know, fix up all this political stuff, Maharaj said, there's a king, creator, in and there, who, who is taking care of all this. There is somebody running the show. And if it has to go this way now, let it go. That doesn't mean we don't do everything we have to do in, re- in regard to this. But the most important thing is to remember that When you take your last breath, whatever karmas you have, whatever programs are still running in there, are going to keep running into your next incarnation. So you do your best work right now. And in difficult times, it shows us a lot, but it's very difficult. You don't have to solve the whole thing, but just be aware that there's an inner and an outer. And what you can have some say about, on one hand is your inner, and whatever you can control on the outer, you can do too. But if you do it with anger, like, I always hated John Lennon, give peace a chance. He was just an angry motherfucker. (laughs) He was an angry, cranky, drug addict motherfucker, and he was saying, give peace a chance, damn, you know, he was arguing with you. I'm telling you, give peace a chance, goddammit. That's what it sounded like to me, and, you know, there's no peace in that. It was a nice, give peace a chance and let me shoot up later, okay? And if I can't get my stuff, I'm going to kill you. It's not real. That whole gloss of, of, of culture is just completely bullshit, you know? People cover up their stuff and they act like this, but that's not really helping anybody. He didn't deal with his demons until much later. Let's deal with our demons now. And uh, luckily, we're getting a lot of help with that. So who knows what's going to happen? Nobody knows what's going to happen. It's horrible. For most people, most people I hang out with agree it's not very pleasant. But there are a lot of people who are just happy as pigs and shit. This is what they wanted. They finally got it. It's, it's, it's kind of humbling, you know, to recognize that so much of America wanted this. Enough to make it happen. So, 
we'll do what we can to try to get it back to it or get it forward to another way that we, we, we think is better for us and everyone. We'll do that, but at the same time, we can't lose sight that every minute is right here. If we're lost in blind reaction to this stuff, we're just creating more suffering for ourselves and others, period. There's, you know, so I sneak little peeks at things and I go, oh, shit. So I have a little, you know, I, I don't bring politics into this stuff because I think this is what I do, right? And everybody's welcome. If I say I'm for this one or that one, that's just my own personal thing. But this is not personal. Everybody should feel welcome to come sing. And that's, I, I feel very strongly about that. I'm, I'm not, it's pretty easy to see which side of the line I'm on, but still, everybody's welcome. As far as I want, that's the way I want it to be. Um, maybe I'm not very successful at that, but that's what I feel. And people are just people. Remember how easy it was to hate George Bush, GW? Don't you wish he was back? <laughs> <laughs> so things change. Huh? He turned out to be the Dalai Lama's best buddy. <laughs> Who knew? He was probably a Buddhist monk last time and wanted to be president. Okay, you can have America. <laughs> so we only see the, 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 the most superficial level of stuff. And it should, but it needs to be dealt with the best way we can. There's no escaping it. You can't run through a cave. It'll be, you'll be bringing it with you. So in order to do the best we can on that level, we have to be as conscious and as caring and as kind and as open as we can be inside. And just to try to generate the... Um, generate that wish that all beings be free of suffering. Just generating that wish is a very powerful thing. I mean, it doesn't maybe seem that way when you're it's late at night and you're getting those flashes from the New York Times or Facebook and everyone is like a slap in the face, you know? It may not seem like that, but just generating the understanding that everybody wants to be happy and look at these people who, by everything they do, create more suffering for themselves as well as everybody else. They have to pay for that. Everything has, you have to live through everything. That's the sad part, when people don't understand the real results of their own actions. Then you begin, compassion just arises because you see, we can see in ourselves how we do that and we can see in others that their own actions are creating more and more suffering for themselves for their beloved, their loved ones, the close people they're supposedly trying to protect. They're creating hell worlds for themselves. You know, it's kind of a question of how much you're really going to buy into with this stuff, you know. Unfortunately, I've been in India so long, I've actually, most of my Long Island programming is gone. 
you know, I've been going so long, I've been so involved in this stuff. Reincarnation seems perfectly reasonable to me. For most people, it's not perfectly reasonable. It's kind of a little bit out there. But that doesn't mean I believe it 100%. It just seems like, hmm, yeah, could be. And if it is, then you have to start, the next thing is, you know, our actions. What do our actions do? And what are the results of our own actions? And you start to look at yourself and your stuff and... Karma is something they say that no one but a perfectly enlightened being can understand. It's so complex. But it is basically a cause and effect situation. Our intentions when we act are the most important thing. And so, if we're lost in all this emotion and all this negativity that's surrounding us at this point, it seems, then we're not capable of really having good intentions about ourselves and others, you know, because we want to escape from the pain of that. There's no escape from the pain other than creating and cultivating compassion for ourselves and others. Um, like Tulku was saying this morning, you know, sometimes when that, that being shows up, that's really difficult. You can say, take that being as your guru, as your teacher. Because he's showing you, uh, showing you where you're really at. And it's not a new, you know, there's this great lama who went on a long pilgrimage. And he took this attendant with him who was a complete fuck up. I mean, a complete. And one of his disciples said, you know, lama, why are you taking this guy? You know it's going to happen. He's, and he said, oh, yeah, that's why I'm taking him. You know, he's going to, how will I learn patience if not for him? See, we're not really dedicated. We're kind of in the midst of getting free. We still want to be comfortable. And there's nothing wrong with that. But ultimately, it's not possible. It's not possible to be comfortable for more than a minute. Sooner or later, something's going to happen. And hey, I remember when I was young, 65. <laughs> and I thought, hey, this is a piece of cake. Then 66 came around. So shit's going to happen. How are we going to deal with it? Right? We have to get real. We have to recognize we've been dropped in a pot of boiling oil. We've got to find our way out of here. There's no sense pretending just learning how to swim is going to be enough. We'll be cooked. I wish there was another way, but there isn't. That's the good news and the bad news. There is no other way. We're doing what we can do. We're doing the best we can. So 
So, and these guys, these great beings, know what's going on. I mean, at one point, at one point after uh, Indian independence, uh, Pandit Nehru became the the president of India, or the prime minister, the president. And as he got older, he got a little bit crazy, and. Uh, if someone would criticize him from a crowd, sometimes he would jump into the crowd and try to get to the person who, you know, he wanted to fight with. Him. He was a little, and his people were very concerned about him because they thought something's going to happen to him. So they secretly came to Maharaji, and they said, you know, we're very worried about Nehru, and we we think somebody might something bad's going to happen. And Maharaji said, no one. For five years, not a hair on his head will be touched. Could, for, never could be touched, right? So they went away feeling very happy. And in fact, nothing, for five years, everything was fine. Then he died. Five years. So there are beings that know what's going on. And they have the power to change it, but they don't change it necessarily because we have our karmas to live through. We have to change it inside of ourselves. And if we're looking outside, if we think that, you know, we have to start paying more attention to what's going on. Not outside, but inside. And then whatever we do in the world, the quality of it will change. Peace comes from within. And if we want peace outside, we have to really be at peace inside. Or at least be working on it in a certain kind of way. In, a, in an honest, sincere way. It's messy in there. You know, it's messy. But... The more acquainted we are with ourselves and all that mess, the easier it is to deal with the stuff that comes up. And the strength to deal with it comes from these letting go practices. The ability to let go of first very simple thoughts. Eventually you can let go of big emotions. By letting go, I mean you don't take them in. Like you're just about to get angry and then you release it. And it just passes by. And then all those things that you were going to do when you were angry and that you would do, which would create such intense causes of more suffering, just don't happen. But that's not easy. you got to start where we are. We have to start where we are, which is just singing and coming back and getting the feeling what that feels like to just be involved in that. And then... You, your heart recognizes that and it pulls you to that more. Even if you're busy wanting to watch the rest of Fringe, your heart wants you to go sing Kirtan. <laughs> so you go sing for 10 minutes and then you watch Fringe. Thank you so much for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by the Kirtan Mala Foundation. Krishnadas is renowned for leading Kirtan, the spiritual practice of chanting, and workshops around the world. For more information about him, including upcoming events, please visit krishnadas.com, K-R-I-S-H-N-A-D-A-S.com. 
We also invite you to visit kirtanwalafoundation.org K-I-R-T-A-N-W-A-L-L-A-H foundation.org Here you will find more offerings dedicated to spreading the teachings of Neem Karoli Baba. Love everyone, serve everyone. Remember God. Ram Ram.